Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the December 4th edition. In today's post, I want to present a mental model that will help you not get distracted by, oh, this move is better, or that diet is better. How? By getting you to think about, is it better for me? And can I get all of the benefits? That is, am I ready for it? Because while something might be better on paper, it has to be relevant for you. So start with the latest and the greatest. Every day you look around on social media or some of these lame-ass news sites. Even mainstream news sites are reporting atrocious stuff. Someone's always selling you this. The best fat loss exercise you're not doing or five minutes a day of this is all you need to get a six pack or anecdotal evidence. See how this person lost 30 kilos just by drinking, I don't know, carrot juice or whatever in the morning. Just clickbait nonsense. And more than that, just irresponsible it ends up confusing us even though common sense tells us otherwise maybe when results slow down or we find that it's too hard we start to wonder huh maybe my tool is wrong is running better than walking or should i be going swimming are these kettlebells really better than dumbbells is you know, the work I'm putting with dumbbells is not good enough. If only I had done this with kettlebells, I would have all my results. Listen, it depends on you, on your skill levels, on your available resources. If you don't have a kettlebell, but you have two dumbbells lying around, duh, a dumbbell is better than the invisible kettlebell, right? Whether we zoom out and look at fitness or nutrition or we zoom in to the microscopic in, say, a kettlebell swing versus a kettlebell snatch, this problem derails a lot of folks. Now, there's no doubt about it. The kettlebell swing is a great movement. And as kettlebells have regained popularity over the last two decades, a lot of people have learned the swing and the benefits are immense simply an amazing movement strengthen your ends and looks and feels badass challenges your mind and body gets you the benefits of plyometrics that's jumping based work but without the impact and it's time efficient a whole lot more honestly but if you look at the clickbait universe it'll tell you that kettlebell swing will melt away your belly fat in no time at all. Or if we misunderstand experts who tell us that 300 swings a week is all they do for physical activity, huh? we think, oh, 300 swings, that's it. So each swing will burn, blah, blah, blah. We immediately try it. Well, first thing we find, 300 swings does not get us those crazy abs. And worse than that, it leaves us sore and we pull our back 
and we throw it away into the junkyard pile of one more piece of bullshit that's bullshit but that's unfortunate because everything about the kettlebell swing is true it's just not true for you today and so without knowing how to use a tool we can get derailed and because we cannot yet differentiate between the silly fluff and something like the kettlebell swing which has a lot of fine print we lump them both together so let's start diving into this mental model let's take driving a car if you don't know how to drive okay let's say a formula 1 racer is skill level is 100 out of 100 and you are at 0 out of 100 if you don't know how to drive you aren't going to move the car even 1 inch if you are at 2 out of 100 well you might start and stop the car multiple times because you still haven't figured out how this clutch thing works and soon you're probably going to over accelerate and crash the car into the wall in front of you oops but over time you build up your skill on a scale of 1 to 100 you never need to be at 100 or 100 an 80 or 100 might be more than enough for what we need out of driving 50 or 100 might be a cost of concern so you get the idea similarly a lot of people are fascinated by kettlebells but if you are at a 0 or 100 what a kettlebell swing is is very different from when you are at an 80 out of 100 while the kettlebell swing is good you think oh but the snatch is even better instead of realizing you're not at 80 out of 100 on the kettlebell swing you jump to the snatch and expect results to follow well six packs are not going to leap at you the complication is the fine print you need good skill and good technique to get adequate benefits and you need a great technique to compound the benefits over time the movement or the tool is not as important as your ability in the movement so what is the mental model well let's take a look at four movements walking running kettlebell swing and the kettlebell snatch whether you walk for exercise or not you intuitively understand that the order of difficulty and potential benefits is well walking is less than running because running expects us to be in better shape whatever that is and it also burns more calories we know this so what is the potential of the exercise that's the mental model 
Okay. The potential of an exercise is how much impact it can create in you. Calories burn, your strength improvement, your cardiovascular improvement, your mental improvement, whatever else. Everything, we just lump it together and simplify it into one number. Now remember, this number is independent of you. It is all about the movement. What is that movement's potential? Or to use a car metaphor, how fast can the car go? Sure, a Formula One car can go 300 kilometers, but are you skilled enough to drive that car safely at 300 kilometers? See, it's two different things. So let's take a look at the four movements and we'll put the equivalent of, okay, if a Formula One car can go 300 kilometers, its potential is 300 kilometers. What are these four movements potential? These numbers are random, but just to help us with this mental model. Walking, let's call it 30 units of potential. Running, 60 units of potential. The kettlebell swing, 75 units of potential. The kettlebell snatch, 90 units of potential. Now on paper, duh, you should of course pick the snatch because it's the most bang for the buck. But do you know the snatch? Let's start again, right? Let's start with all four movements. Let's say you cannot run 500 meters. So you run 250 meters, you walk 250 meters, and you do this for 30 minutes. And you probably are able to do this about eight times. Okay. Now a good runner will easily cover five kilometers in those 30 minutes while you're covering, well, at best two-ish kilometers. So while the potential of running as a movement is 60 units, you, with your skill and efficiency, you're getting only 20 units. And after a few weeks of running, what happens? Your shin hurts, your calves hurt, your lower back is tender. Why? Because you're working on a skill that's a lot more than what you and your body are ready for today. So instead, wouldn't you be better off starting to walk? Yes, the maximum potential of walking is only 30 units. But in a short amount of time, you can get to, say, 25 units of output from it as you start to walk faster, as you figure out your posture and your breathing, and you start to put in the amount of time as well. And by now, your calves are used to some amount of work. And you can transition to running. So let's say after a month or two of walking an hour a day, a few days a week, and bringing walking to 27 units for you, you transition to running. You're not going to be at 20 units out of the 60. You'll be greater than 27. So at that point, 
when you can get more out of walking by running because your running skill levels are good, running is a good option for you. Likewise, when we look at the kettlebell universe, to extract the full potential of the kettlebell swing is the goal. If you can do swings with a 16 kilo kettlebell, your potential is 50 out of 75. What is better? Doing superb swings with a 32 kilo bell or switching to a kettlebell snatch with a 12 kilo bell. Think about it. With 32 kilo swings, you might be getting 70 out of the 75 units of potential. Whereas with a light snatch and average technique, you might be getting 30 or 40 out of 90 units of the snatch's potential. You're better off improving your swing first or you're better off walking or running even. So remember, it is about you, how well you're doing and the skill and the tool for output. There are two components, right? You, your skill, your mentality, your technique, your consistency, all of that. Intrinsic stuff. To the external stuff, what you're doing, the tool, the potential of it, the benefits and all that. You can use a tool with a maximum potential of 40 and you get to extract by building your skill as much of the 40 as possible instead of using a tool with a much higher potential, say of 90, but not being skilled enough to do it. Moves are a tool. The kettlebell is a tool to produce forward motion. You need to pick a tool that works for you and put in the quality effort. Don't get distracted by fats and clickbait stuff. If a legitimate tool doesn't work for you, remember, simply means it doesn't work for you today. Build up to it, come back to it later and pick the appropriate tool for you today instead. Because the more tools in your toolbox, the better. You can pick the right tool for the task at hand based on how you're feeling and so on. Because walking, for example, will be a tool you can and should always use. You never are, oh, I'm too cool for walking. That's not how it works. You use the kettlebell swing, you use the kettlebell snatch, you use running, you use walking as and when appropriate over the course of a month, over the course of a week, over the course of a training program, all of that. So remember, use this mental model because you know better. Stay the course and stay consistent. That's it from me for today. This is Coach A signing off. I'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye.